Louis Mullen, Schulter Alpine skier, heading to Beijing for Australia at the 2022 Winter Olympics. It's very, very exciting. And what is just exciting, if not more exciting, is him being here on the Pocket Profile. How are you, mate? I'm doing good, doing good. Mate, it's, a, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. I'm very excited for this Pocket Profile. Um, do you know how this works at all? Because usually I explain it at the start. A little bit, but I mean, a refresher would probably be good, so then I'm not okay, uh, okay. I'll, I'll messing you with anything out. So, you can see here, Louis, on the Zoom, that I've got a, I've got a hat. It's a very special yep. hat in a couple of ways. Not many other podcasts do this kind of thing. We're a bit out there in this way. We do, do things a bit differently to the rest. So, first reason it's a special hat, of course, it is a where do we begin hat, which is... Uh, very good. Worth buying. Where do we begin? .com .au if you want to check it out. But more importantly, it is going to be form the basis of this pocket profile. Because like I said, we do things differently. I draw the questions out of the hat. They're all on pieces of paper in the hat. So I don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. Perfect. And that's how, that's how we're going to roll here. You ready to go? I'm ready whenever you are. Oh, mate, I am ready as I'll ever be. There's some real hard-hitting stuff here, mate. So I do hope that you're on your toes. But the first question out of the hat for you is this, Louis. First one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Maybe this is actually you got a hard, hard one? Yeah. Well, most of them aren't hard, but this could be tricky. It's thrown up some, uh, yeah, deep thinking from guests in the past. What's been the scariest moment of your life, Louis? Ah, oh, scariest moment of my life. Honestly, it, it'd have to be, I think it's probably one I can think of off the top of my head. When I was, uh, when was I? It was probably 10 or 12 when I was growing up in the country. Actually, uh, I lived on a farm with my family when I was when I was young and I actually was pretty into uh, dirt jumping on a mountain biking, like so mountain bike dirt jumping. And I was I was showing off one day after <laughs> after school um, with with some friends, you know, typical like uh, young adolescent boy uh, behavior, but I uh, ended up uh, overshooting a pretty big jump pretty badly, and I slipped my feet off the pedals and ended up uh, putting my face through the handlebars of the bike, knocked myself out, uh, shattered. I still had uh, baby teeth at the time, so I shattered all my molars on my left side of my jaw um, in my mouth. I cracked my jaw in three places. Uh, was knocked unconscious for about half an hour. I lost one of my uh, front teeth and then three others uh, were basically like hanging on by a thread. And then, so that was kind of a pretty uh, gnarly moment, <laughs> pretty pretty scary moment in my life. And I, yeah, I mean, I went straight to the, straight to the doctor's office. Um, oh, actually, I didn't go to the doctor's. I actually went straight to the um, dentist and I spent about three hours in the dentist chair getting uh, fragments of teeth pulled out of my mouth and my uh, front teeth basically glued back into my mouth. So, Jesus Christ. And those are the adult teeth that I can see on the Zoom screen right now. Yeah, so actually it kind of kept going um, later in my life when I was about 17. I moved to America for school, but I uh, ended up, when I moved, I, got a, I had a, basically a dormant infection in my jaw and the uh, infection went viral and basically like, rotted away my jawbone and then that caused one of my other front teeth to basically come out because there was no jawbone holding it in anymore so that one came out and then I got surgery again to basically like dig out all the rotten jawbone and then tried to do a bone graft that failed 
uh, had three root canals done to try and like get rid of any infection in the roots. And yeah, I mean, finally it's sort of okay, but that's, I kind of have this tooth dead. So that's why it's all black and it has no root. And then this one's fake. This one is also fake. Oh, this one's still, uh, still real, but it's dead, has no root. And then this one is also fake. So it's kind of a mess in my mouth now. Jesus Christ, mate, that is one of the best stories we've had from a, like, it's a scary ass story, but Jesus, that is, yeah. that's a story and a half for a pocket profile. Like sometimes with yeah. the scary moments, people have said, oh yeah, a bit of, bit of plane turbulence, stuff like that, yeah. like proposing to my, my wife. Look, those are scary moments, but that, that is a ripper story. So thank you for sharing that with us. And yeah, I'll move on to the next one. It's probably not going to live up to that first answer. <laughs> we yeah, probably a, should have shaved that. It's a hard hitting one for sure. Yeah, we should have saved that for the end. But second one is this. Let's see if it's as good, if not better. So, Louis, you've got to go on one reality TV show. It can be an Australian show, American show, whatever you'd like. What reality TV show are you going on, sir? Jeez, that's a really, that's a tough one. I must say, I mean, my whole family is into it. I can't say I'm really into it, but I'd probably have to go on The Bachelor. Oh. I mean, it's about the only it's about the only one I know. I probably wouldn't enjoy it that much, but uh, I mean, every every time I tune in, it's pretty funny. I remember watching uh, Nick Cummins, the Honey Badger. Oh. I remember when he was on it. I actually watched that one a fair bit because I follow rugby a fair bit. So that was pretty that one was pretty funny for me. But that's about uh, yeah, that's probably it. Me. And with that answer, I, I hope very much that you are a single man, Louis. I'm not, sadly. Oh. I am. A, <laughs> I do have a girlfriend of three, three going on four years. So I'd okay, be in trouble well. if I went on the back. <laughs> I'd be in trouble for sure when when I went on the show. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> well, mate. I can edit that answer out if you want. I hope the, uh, the missus isn't listening to this one, but we'll quickly move on before she hears too much more about uh, yeah, yeah, other sure. romantic partners. But uh, for sure. question three for you is this one. Louis, do you have a favourite food? Uh, I mean, not really. I'd say my favourite food that I most enjoy eating when it's really good is a tiramisu. I can't, oh. can't go past a really good tiramisu. Um but otherwise, I'm I'm pretty easy going with food. I, I mean, it's more it seems more like just fuel for me half the time. I'm just like consume as much as I can and then get out. <laughs> do you make up your own tiramisu? Are you uh, able enough to do that? I've done it once. I can't say it was the best I've ever had, but uh, I've I've tried. I I wouldn't say I'd do it again very soon. That was it was pretty t- pretty tough, honestly. <laughs> If I'm coming over for dinner at Louis's place, what, what's your signature dish? What are you cooking me? Oh, I mean, I'd probably have to say I'd go with a, a family classic, either a roast chicken and some roast veggies and a couple salads or a steak on the barbecue and some, some mashed potatoes, some peas, something simple like that. Can't go, can't go wrong with the classics. Yeah, exactly. It's classic for a reason, mate. Simple, yet very, very much uh, lovable. But the next yeah, one for, for sure. you, it's this. Louis, another deep one. What's the best piece of advice you re- you've received? Uh, what's the best piece of advice I've received? I'd say it, it, might, it would probably have to be from... Man, that's a tough one. I feel like you get you get so many over the years. But uh, it probably have to be one I actually got recently, and it's 
it's kind of one that from one of my coaches and it it's basically along the lines of of the sometimes it's it's more of a long game than you you will ever really understand kind of kind of just in relation to especially ski racing it's kind of a sport with so many variables and so many uncontrollables that you really can't control so it's kind of one of those things that was kind of more you know no matter how how well prepared you feel or or how much everything goes right your way or wrong your way um just you have to kind of keep being patient and keep trusting that you're doing as much as you possibly can of the things you can control to eventually have the the su- success that you hope for if that makes sense it makes a lot of sense and I, I like it very very much louis so uh thank you for that little piece of advice that little gold nugget that you've given us but the next one out of the hat i'm pulling it out of the hat as we speak and it says this what is your favorite sporting memory Ooh, favorite sporting memory uh probably a controversial one maybe a little bit one that uh it's a bit of a throwback for me but it'd probably go back to when i was still in high school in, in australia i used to row crew um at melbourne grammar and my last year actually at school at melbourne grammar um before i moved to america by myself was year 10 and we actually my crew and i we went undefeated and were national champions that that year so that was probably a pretty pretty special sporting memory i think it was it was kind of the last time i really was still involved in a lot of a lot of other sports um as well as ski racing and and one i i kind of look back on pretty fondly mate i i know i sent you a bit of a humble man but it's not too often you get an olympian who's a national champion in a whole different sport that that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah it is pretty that was a pretty good one i gotta say a big shout out to to the crew all the boys that were that were rolling with me that was a that was a fun fun year that one mate if you're gonna give them a shout you've got to give them their names what, what are their names you've got to fill us in ah we had uh, Will Anders, our Cox. We had Mead Stroke. Um, depends depends on uh, which which part of the year, but we had um, Jack Robinson in there, uh, Sam Hanna, um, Hugh Blomley, or Hugo, I should say, Hugo Blomley. Uh, myself, sorry, I said that. Who am I thinking of? We had... It was tough. We had that year was kind of crazy because we always were changing. Uh, ben O'Connell, Ben O'Connell, sorry, uh, Daniel Harrison, also uh, Nick Foster, who's actually I believe Nick Foster and Jack uh, Robinson are both still rowing for uh, university crews in America, so they're kind of keeping it going. And Sammy Stevenson as well um, was in there, and I think. That's nine. Hopefully I'm not forgetting anyone. Fingers crossed. Sorry Hopefully. if I am, boys. I feel bad. <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, I'm on uh, the spot. They'll, they'll have to fork out three bucks for the Patreon subscription to hear this episode anyway, so they, they probably don't even know that you missed them if you did. <laughs> yeah. uh, but look, I reckon we'll make this the second last question, so let's hope it's a good one. Out the hat. They mostly are, so let's see what we get. Louis, did you have a favourite band or favourite musical artist growing up? Oh, growing up, I must say I was a big fan of uh, Blink-182 when I was growing up. Okay. T- tell yeah. me about your love for Blink-182. Any particular <laughs> songs, albums that I should check out? Um, I mean, I have to give a shout-out to my sister. She was the one who was – she was also, she was kind of in that – she was older older than me. Um, so she was kind of my 
original music uh, inspiration. I usually got everything off her. Um, but I don't really. I never really had favorite songs. I was always just uh, listening to albums um, with her. And I think I think probably the the standout for me in their albums was their uh, original, like their self titled album, Blink One Eight Two. Um, I think it was two thousand and three that it came out. That one was, I think, a pretty pretty hard hitter in my childhood. It was on a lot. <laughs> Mate, it's very, very late over here, but as soon as we stop recording, I'm checking out Blink-182 by Blink-182 because I haven't heard it before and it sounds like it's very good. So I'm definitely, definitely checking that out. We'll make this the final question, Louis. Thank you very much for doing this. Let, let's hope that this last one is just as good as the rest of them. It says this, uh, we're talking about school. So finish this sentence for me, Louis. My favourite school subject was... Oh... I'd have to go with history. Favorite school subject was history. Okay, history. So, when you uh, did all your history classes, did you pick up a particular fun fact about history that you can give me? Uh, oh, now I'm on the spot. Uh, fun <laughs> fact about history. I think one of the most interesting history facts, I can't say I got it from school because I actually got it recently, um, but in the Second World War, one of my friends actually from over in Europe here, uh, he lives in Salzburg, but Salzburg was so heavily bombed in the Second World War that they effectively the level of the town centre was basically lifted up about three metres or two and a half metres because there was so much rubble and debris that they basically didn't uh, take it out of the town. They just poured concrete into it and made the new foundation of the town over the rubble which is kind of crazy. And there's actually a, in one of the churches in near the town centre, there's like an underground section where you can like see where the original like level of the town was before the, the war, which is kind of crazy. Crazy indeed, mate. I'm not sure if you can call that a fun fact, but it's certainly a cool <laughs> yeah. fact. Uh, so. Definitely a heavy hitting one, that's for sure. Yeah. It is a heavy hitting one. Few, fair few heavy hitting uh, answers in this whole pocket profile thing. But mate, uh, really appreciate you coming. Really appreciate the listeners tuning in as well, guys. We'll see you on the next time. And Louis, thank you very much. Thank you.